0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Hustle and Heart. This is Sophie Wang. And this is Chmai Sakari, And we Mm -hmm. have a very special guest slash previous co-host. Yes. The one and only Nikki Ryan. Hello everybody, it is a joy to be back. (laughs) I
1: feel so honored, I feel a little washed up,
0: but here we are. So, for context, we're literally filming... On this exact same table, Nikki and I filmed our very first episode, Hot yep. Takes and Spilling Tea. Oh my god, that's right. So how does it feel to uh, be on the guest end? <laughs>
1: it feels good. It feels really good. Um, I feel like it was such a fun time for us to develop this together, me and Sophie, and I think we were pretty adamant for a while about not passing it down, per se, yeah. um, but... You know, being a senior, it's definitely a time where I'm like reflecting on my legacy in WIB, which I think, you know, it's a question we ask in interviews about what do you want your legacy to be. Um, and I think that like part of what I want my legacy to be is is to be providing opportunities for others. And I think that by passing it down, I am letting somebody else, you know, feel what those shoes feel like and, and walk in those shoes. So... It's very rewarding to be here. I'm very proud of yeah. both of you for carrying um, it on. Yeah,
0: Jemai, yeah. I have loved... You've been doing a great job, so... Thank you. You've been keeping the bar nice and high. <laughs> Thank you. I definitely yeah. feel like a baby still walking Aww. in those shoes. <laughs> 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 okay, well, speaking of highs, let's get started. Who wants yeah.
2: to start? I'll start. Okay, start. Yes, okay. I'll start.
0: So my high of
2: the week is definitely today, just because of the weather, and it's been so nice out. Um... I was finally able to, like, walk on campus, walk to Kirkwood, and I think being in, like, that natural setting, it really allows me to be more in the moment, and just, like, kind of, like, de-stress from, like, midterms week, um, and just, yeah, I just spent the time with myself, and, like, the time with those close around me, um, when it was really nice out, so I was able to soak up, like, the vitamin D. Um, the low I would say is, because it's midterms week, I've really been Procrastinating with work, and yeah. I use my personal li- or like my other identities to like, oh I need to work on this or oh, I need to exercise to kind of like cover up mm-hmm. the uh, work that oh. needs to be
1: done. Oh yeah,
2: yes. <laughs> Wait till you're a
1: senior. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Speaking of it, I literally have a midterm due tonight, which I yeah. <laughs> so spent the day all on Kirkwood having a good time, like. And tonight's gonna be a major. Grind. Yeah,
1: yeah. I feel it's that. part. That's part of college. I think like it's important to have fun. Looking back, I remember the times I had fun more than the times that I studied for my exams. Right. So. Yeah. I
0: goes, mean, looking back, looking back, young. You know, I was young, guys. I was a young girl.
1: You know, TBT. Aww. Um, okay, Nikki. Okay. Let me do my low first, and then with my high. Okay, go okay. for it. Um. So my low is that I got a sinus infection like ten days ten days ago. I guess now. Uh, and I was sick while I had to take my midterms So I had three exams on Thursday this week Ugh, gross mm. um, And then this one is not so current um, But it's something that I want to talk about later A low that I've experienced in the past uh, Like two months, I guess mm. <clears throat> Is having to set some uncomfortable boundaries With people who would not respect the boundaries That I I had kind of voiced um, And so that's, that's always like weird and hard um, To kind of put your foot down with people who don't listen to you um so we'll talk more about that later but on the other end my high again weather springtime I'm a big outdoorsy person she cycles she
0: hikes yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) I went for a bike ride today and it was lovely um and I'm just kind of feeling in the groove right now I think that like things are going very well personally academically um and it's just, it's a good feeling to, like, start wrapping things up on a, on a good note as the ambulance passes. Yeah.
0: Love that for sure. <laughs> <Yes. shadow. laughs> oh, God. Please no. Please I'm no. Joking, joking. Um, okay, amazing. So, I will also do my love first. Um, so, I just, I would say usually I am a pretty optimistic person, so I have, I would say in general, good days most of the time, but I just had a terrible day on Wednesday mm-hmm. um, and just consisted of me like literally feeling like I was hallucinating in my law class I'm a very avid participator in the classroom and I just like my mind was just moving so slow and I just felt so heavy and mm. yeah I didn't quite strange and then throughout the day I like went to ballet class and I spent like 30 minutes on the bar and then I just had to sit out because I thought I was gonna faint mm. so just physically feeling gross And that day was, like, pretty long, so. But I understand that, like, there will be bad days, so I'm like, it's fine. Mm. I just want to acknowledge it, and I want you guys to feel bad for me. (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, Okay, so my high, I would say PD, Personal Development, had a...
1: My apartment is lovely, but there's a lot of street noise, so apologies in advance. Also, the wash machine is on. You might hear that. It's all for the effect. We want to make you feel like you're here. It's
0: very lively in here. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we had a vision board event, and I have never made a vision board Hmm. before, so I made one, and um, it's so cool. All right. I I mean, it was cool to make it, but also I I feel like I believe that, like, maybe (laughs) some of these things will happen, because I feel like I'm already progressing on them, Mm. so I'll keep you updated if my dreams come true, Um, and then just a many other highs, I've been hanging out a lot with a friend, and we um, went climbing on Thursday, um, which, like, is so therapeutic for me. Uh, Just because, like, I go there, I don't see anyone I know from Kelly, really, ever. And then I'm on a wall, and I'm just challenging myself, and every route is my own, which is just in my, like, it's just, like, a form of therapy, I feel like, so.
1: I actually got climbing shoes and chalk bags for my (gasps) birthday, so, because I I went, Um, and this is maybe, like, not what you're supposed to do, but I was, like, in my head, I was, like, I want to be somebody who climbs, so I know you're not supposed to buy the stuff first, you're supposed to, like, do the thing first, and I'm usually very good at that, Yay. but I wasn't good at that this time, oh <laughs> um, but I've been sick ever since I got, it. yeah, so I need to go, is what I'm saying, and you, so we should go climbing, because yeah. I love, we went a few weeks ago, and I was like, this is amazing, Yeah, because I love, like, physical, like, puzzles, like, on, like, floor puzzles, yeah. and climbing is, like, a physical it is. Called, like, body puzzle. It
2: is. Um, have you been climbing before? I, I, have, I haven't been climbing since I was, like, 10 years old. <laughs> but that's very interesting to see how you guys look at climbing. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, I'm the complete opposite. I do, like, yoga as a de-stressor, mm. where it's, like, not too much thinking, just focusing on the breath or, like, the body movements or just the way stress affects your physical body. Yeah. So I feel like climbing would... I mean, I've, I haven't tried it since I was, for the past 10 years, but <laughs> climbing would probably not mm. help me in that way. Just Which is too totally fine. Yeah, yeah, it's like too much strategy might end up mm. stressing me out. Yeah.
1: More. Yeah. I, like, some of my friends who came were just like, they weren't super into it, and I was just like, I don't want to leave. Yeah,
0: that's um, a big part of my life, so.
1: My only thing is that it's not outside. if I that's could, true, if, I could if, can, if I could climb outside places you can yeah, yeah. yeah. yes and i yeah. yeah so i'm also hoping that in my you know future california life that'll <laughs> go climbing <outside. laughs> that's on my
0: vision board is a, oh, a, really? a, a like lead climbing when you're i want to learn to <laughs> wow. yeah yeah and
1: you're my, hooked
0: up to, you're hooked up to the wall and so yeah yeah so
1: my Very uncle cool. is a big lead climber so i'm hoping that he will take me under oh his proverbial wing and um, take me lead climbing
0: amazing um okay well, okay, so we talked a little bit about this, but you mentioned your identities outside of the classroom, your personal identity, your workout, your workout identity, <laughs> your health identity, mm. um, and I guess what if you were to describe your slice of all your identities, where do you see the most focus being put, the most energy kind of being spread? How's that? What does that look like for you guys?
2: For me, it's like my spiritual identity I feel like because I obviously like come from a family that meditates a lot um so my family practices heartfulness meditation and I've been on and off practicing since I was a junior in high school so for me just following heartfulness um knowing that when I'm meditating, I let go of, like, everything else in my life, and I'm just there with my body and with my mind, and I'm just being there. Um, I feel like my spiritual identity has had... I haven't been able to prioritize it that much in college, because there's so much to do, Mm -hmm. and you feel a lot of pressures of, like, your social identity, your professional identity, Mm -hmm. you have all these, and then the spiritual identity kind of just gets overshadowed, because it's like, oh, just... It's just meditation. And yeah, the way I feel like coming to college made me view meditation very differently than growing up because coming here, meditation's like uh, using it as a means too, so like, oh, meditation will help you like get better grades because oh, like it'll help you like not be depressed or whatever. so it's mm. like it's pe- not as pure. It's not as pure. it's using it as an expectation almost to deliver certain results, so that kind of skewed my mindset of it and made me not want to do it. Yeah. Hmm. So I was hiding away from it for a long time, and I'm getting finally back on track to just, Good. just waking up and meditating and knowing that, it's. It's not going to deliver certain results. It's just going to make me happy in the moment, and it's just going to make me, reach one step towards a goal I have for myself. Make it easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've been combining it with yoga. It's with also um, so I think I just with other identities I have, with my friendships and other relationships, it's important for my friends and people to, like, understand how big of a priority this is in my life. Yeah. Not just kind of, like, overshadow it or be like, oh, but, oh, how does this help you or something like that? Just...
1: I think I, like, relate in a very similar way of not necessarily spiritually. I'm I'm not a super spiritual person, to be honest. Um, But I think in the way that you meditate... For, for its, like, very pure purpose mm-hmm. is kind of how I feel about, like, being outside and and running and cycling and hiking and whatever I choose to do. It's it's not because I want to look a certain way or, or be fit or be fast. Like, people always say, oh, like... Because I, whenever I tell people I run, I say, yes, but I'm so slow. And I've been slow my whole life, and I don't necessarily plan on getting a whole lot faster. Sure. Um, but I don't run because I like being fast or because... I think I'm going to win a race someday because that's just not going to happen. But it's because like it does something for me internally and, and that is what is most important. Like, even if I go out and have a total crap run, like my brain feels better. afterward. Yeah. yeah. Um, And that's, I mean, I guess that's kind of the point of exercise at an extent, but um, I think like in a world where everything is very measured and, you know, Mm. I wear a watch when I run, I track whatever I do. Um, It's hard to not get caught up in the, oh, will it make me get better grades? Or will it make me look a certain way? Or, like, what's the intrinsic value versus, like, the external facing value? Yeah,
0: that's so interesting. I feel like, so I would say I very proactively, especially now when I, in this stage of my life, I am kind of measuring things out and I'm planning them. So, like, for example, I'm always making sure that I have at least one kind of, like, Fun type of workout, whether that be mm. climbing or pole dancing or silks, and then I do like maybe ballet two times a week, and then I do something related to my job, like teaching a class or training to teach. Um, and then the rest of that is just kind of stretching slash like a little ab series I do at home. So I, I really plan that out every mm. week. So I met I measure that in the way, but. Um, the, the, the value that I get from it is not, like, linear. So I don't think about the fact that, like, oh, when I do this ab series, I'm targeting just my abs so I can get a six-pack. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I've just been working my legs a lot, so I just would like to work on something else. And I, I see my body as, like, this holistic thing that is a work in progress. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's interesting because... um And I describe this, like, as I'm getting older, I think I... I'm becoming more type A and I don't know (laughs) if that's because of um, the B school or Mm. if it's because of the fact that I'm much more ambitious now and I have many more goals but with becoming quote unquote more type A I'm like measuring more, I'm planning more I'm Mm. like trying to be more proactive um, but I still kind of keep that like fluid part of me in the results
1: I've like realized that like my energy is finite yeah. Which I never really under- like realized before or something. Yeah. Like if I go for a run and like have a hard run, I'm not gonna feel like studying for six hours afterward. Or if I study for eight hours, it's gonna be harder to get out the door and go for a bike ride. Yeah. And right. like just accepting that and and being fine with not being able to do everything all the time. Oh I know every tells you in like such a cliche, but You only have so much energy every day and you got to figure out what's how you want to spend it
2: right um that makes me think about how college kind of like distorts this like version of like success what success means Mm -hmm. because i feel like there's a fine balance between setting a goal for yourself and achieving it and then after it's achieved just maintaining or balancing that versus Always trying to get somewhere and yeah. then not really like consciously understanding what you're doing in that moment because For me, it was like that for a long time because it was like, oh um, Working out there was a time in my life where I worked out in order to Kind of get those abs or like improve muscle But then after that had been achieved I kind of lost a sense of purpose. It was like, where am I yeah. going with this? Yeah, Then
1: what what it what next? Yeah. Like, yeah. What, next? what are you chasing, you right. know?
2: that's where that's where I think that meditation helps me because it makes me more conscious and aware of how Mm. we're just doing things to just enjoy them and do them instead of getting somewhere what's next what's next what's next which kind of like adds to the stress in our lives Mm -hmm. um I rarely find a lot of my friends in college doing something because they want to do it
0: yeah interesting
1: so this kind of ties into what I like was envisioning, I was went, actually, before this was laying my hammock, reading my book at Griffey, because I was like, I have an hour, I'm going to go do it. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about what we want, I wanted to chat about today, and I I think a big part of this is exactly what we're talking about, is this idea of, in school, we're so driven, in our work, we're so driven, and then you have your whole personal life, which, when you, like, I know that I'm still in college, so it's very much still tied up, um, but, <clears throat> Oh, i wonder how to say this. Um, you, you have another life. You have two lives going on. And how do you figure out what you want to do with this personal life? You know, when you're not tied up trying to achieve a certain goal with your a body or, you know, track down some boy. Like, who are you? What do you want to do when you have free time? Yeah. Right. And, like, it's not – your free time isn't about chasing goals. It's about enjoying yourself. And. Yeah. I, it's kinda of hard to figure out like what hobbies make you happy. Yeah. And when you don't when you aren't when you aren't forced every second to be doing something busy, what do you want to be doing? Right. right. Yeah. Wow.
2: That that makes me think of something so strange. <laughs> but I always realize when I get into the shower how much I enjoy showering. Ugh.
1: Oh, preaching but to like, the choir here. <laughs> no, seriously.
2: Like I love taking a nice calm shower, but whenever I get into there I always have to be somewhere after I shower. Mm. So I can never enjoy it. Like, I feel the hot water. I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, I love showering. (laughs) Like, I wish I had more time. If only I'd prioritize this. Just being in the shower and just enjoying it. Just putting on some music, just like showering, washing my hair, just like scrubbing and all that versus just doing it to do it. And then, oh, shoot, I should have prioritized for this and then forgetting about it the next time. So I think, as strange as this sounds, like, What I'm starting to do is put it in my Google Calendar. (laughs) Literally. Shower time. Wow. Yeah. Because I did that first uh, last week with Kelly. We talked about my dad making me want to put meditation and yoga first thing in the morning before I go to classes on my Google Calendar because that kind of enforces Mm. a sense of just you have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with showering because once you put it on the Google Calendar, it makes you kind of just do it and then when you give yourself like the half an hour period or even an hour period of just doing it you don't have to worry about what's next where am I going or like everything you just you're in the
0: shower and you're just there yeah you're just doing
2: it for yourself and you're enjoying That's interesting.
0: it yeah yeah I mean I think even to tie it to zoom out of just the shower which is great <laughs> analogy ladies um like I remember last semester I you know I was pushing towards all of these goals. So it was like, one, get, you know, a fire grade in I-Corps. Two, get my summer internship mm-hmm. locked down; Three, become certified to teach SRC classes and, and a variety of other things. And I was kind of miserable in the fall. Yeah. Um, and I think it's almost part of it was I tried to absorb my surroundings, which is great in a lot of ways. But when everyone else is also on edge, pushing, 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 and I absorb that, then I internalize that anxiety and start mm. also following that pattern. And I, and I ended up achieving a lot of those things, and I was like, it was so anticlimactic, Mm-hmm. I remember I worked on this and you guys know this art gallery for web mm-hmm. all semester and it was a huge project and then I remember the day of it was the same day I turned in my iCore case. Yep. And I was just like during the event I had to sit in the corner in the dark and like close my eyes because I just like I I felt just poured everything. Yeah. Out, right? Yeah. I, you know, it wasn't even... Yeah. I mean, it became enjoyable, but for the first 15 minutes, I was just like, I don't have energy. I, this doesn't even feel like anything to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, so then, this semester, I'm like, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. And so I really resonate with what Shemai said about, like, quote-unquote, embracing the process or just taking things day by day or step by step. And I think it's helping me because... I am having a much more enjoyable and tolerant time. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, with networking, so I don't have a summer internship lockdown and some of you guys know this. Um, and so like while I'm working on kind of chasing this big dream of mine, um, I know that every single email I send out, I should be quote unquote in a way flirting with the person so Mm -hmm. that it's an engaging email. Every call that I have, I should be quote unquote creating genuine connection. Mm -hmm. And I should be taking it one by one because that's when other people see that I'm genuine and then they want to help me and then they advance me to like a referral, which then advances mm-hmm. me to an interview, yep. which then gets me thought You know what I mean? So I'm not trying to put my time pressure on this like professional journey that I have yeah. or else I would be miserable. Maybe not like severely depressed or anything like that, but I would just not be having a good time and I don't want to do that anymore, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. and.
1: Coming from like the other side was I guess like, you guys are like still in the midst of like striving towards a lot of things. And and I have lots I'm striving for as well. Um, but like in the college realm, it's kind of like starting to wrap up for me as in, you know, I've been able to be a part of, of WIB for four years. Um, I have a job lined up, I know where I'm moving, I kind of know when. Um, and like so a lot of these big like overhanging check boxes are kind of checked at this point you know, in my final semester, I just need to wrap up these classes, and then I'm, I'm kind of out of here. And it's been a big question for me this semester of, okay, you've done all these big things. What are the things you're doing for yourself? Mm. And I think, like, we've talked a lot about this, like, what are you choosing to do in your free time? And like, is that really what you want to be doing? Um, and so I like, I think I've even changed, like, my approach to, to being outside and running is like, I just... It makes me happy. Yeah. And you don't even sometimes even realize that that, those things make you happy until you have time to recognize it. Yeah, And so I feel like I'm starting to have time to recognize those things that make me happy. Um, And it's been, it's been really fun and and really cool. And even though a lot of my friends don't like necessarily share those same joys, like it doesn't matter to me that I run alone all the time. Be your own
0: best friend. Yeah. Spend time alone. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I am so thrilled to go out and sit in the woods and read my book or run on my own or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it, but it's also, you, you can have moments of feeling ostracized where I, I think, damn, maybe I should have made friends who like to do the things I like to do. Yeah. Mm, but yeah. I also really value that time alone and I love that my friends do other things so I am forced and encouraged to experience other things so I'm not in a bubble. Yeah. Yeah. So it goes both ways. And I yeah. think
0: you most importantly have friends who are respecting the fact that yes. you want that time, yes. and they they empower you to have that and time, and it. they appreciate it, and they appreciate it, and they see that in you, even if they don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think it's such like a bridge to to move into the fact that like when I set my boundaries for myself, if I've had a long AF day and I'm coming home <laughs> to like maybe a hang out, I'm I'm straight up like. I don't want to do these activities. We need to pivot because I don't have the energy. And yeah. if I do that, I'm going to feel even worse. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I mean? And then once I set that boundary, they they respect mm-hmm. it. Or I expect them to respect it. And then we have a great time, but we've pivoted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Go ahead. Yeah, this makes me think of something. Last semester, I remember I would constantly get like frustrated at my boyfriend because I wanted to meditate and I was like, let's meditate together or, like, I was just focusing on, like, making it a group activity just Mm. because, like, I didn't understand how important it was for me to just be alone and just sit down on myself and just, like, work on meditating myself. But this semester, I realized how, even though, I mean, he has his other ways of, like, meditation, quote unquote, like you have of, like, Mm -hmm. being outdoors and just running. Um, I was able to see how he, like, lifts or reads or like he does other things that are his form of meditation but at the same time he encourages me Mm -hmm. to meditate on my own yeah so like lately like he just has been telling me like okay I can just tell that you've meditated today or like I can just tell because I can just feel it or like he'll be asking me like oh did you meditate or not so that makes much of a more difference I think than having someone who does something with you or just having people who share because it's important to have people who share the same activities as you but it's good to have your own things also in life Mm -hmm. Um, I realized that because I did theater in high school and I had all my best friends who did theater and then coming to college was a big shock because it was like what who am I I didn't know who I was because I associated my hobbies and my friends within the same category Mm -hmm. so it was a big it was a big realization and that's
1: kind of why like I'm Always teeter tottering between. I wish my friends did the things that I did, and thank God my friends don't do Dun- things. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah.
0: And I I can see that in my like lifestyle. I'm like sometimes I'm like, oh, if I were struggling with this class or struggling with. Just, like, being in the B school. What if I had roommates who were in the B school? And then mm. I think, thank God I'm <laughs> the only Kelly kid in right? my house. Right. Like, I just, we come home and we giggle about, like, Other the most things. random things. And I don't even have to think about, the like, yeah. doing my coursework because it's not relevant. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how do you ladies feel like you are forming boundaries for yourself to respect the things that you love or things that you think, um, nurture your soul <laughs>
1: mm, love that um, so we'll touch on the easier one first and then yeah. we'll touch on the harder one yeah, second yeah, yeah. Um, so the easier one for me is that, like I'm I struggle like so socializing especially in like going out drinking bars like it's fun but it's not my favorite thing to do um, so like this year I've definitely had days where we- we've gone out and I'm like this is fucking horrible like yeah. I just can't stand it um, and i realized that I really like going out when there's live music so that's I to my friends like whenever there's live music I'm down yeah like let's do that, yeah. but if there's not, I have to really be feeling it, and they like are super refle- or responsive to that, um, and like don't give me any like I, they know I don't want to be peer pressured to go out, yeah, um so that's been really nice, um a harder aspect of that is um in more I guess like romantic relationships um
0: mm-hmm.
1: without like over something any boundaries um yeah. there was somebody who i had been kind of involved with for a while um who like didn't live near here and we had gone back and forth a few times um you know we had been talking but things were progressing but he didn't live near here um and i kind of a few times said i this situation is is not working for me i it's not good for, it's not healthy for me to be talking to you. Yeah, And I said, please period, period. (laughs) let's stop talking. Um, And not in a rude way, in a very respectful, like I'm sorry, this sucks, this is happening, but this is reality, we need to deal with it and face it front on. And he would not respect that, Um, would keep reaching out and keep reaching out. And it kind of felt like he was putting the entire burden of ending things on me. Um, Oh, we've got a phone ringing. Is that my iPad? Okay, I think I just talked to (laughs) Siri somehow. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so he would keep reaching out and and eventually it came to the point where I was talking to one of my friends and she was saying, like, if I were you, I would be pissed that you are openly and actively voicing your desire for closure and place to end and him not respecting that. Mm. Um, And it came to the point where I had to block him on every single social media platform um, because that's how he would reach out to me. So it was in a moment, it didn't feel that hard. Um, but now having some time since then, um, I'm, I feel more angry about it because I feel like I wasn't being respected and that's in my personal life. Yeah. You know, like that's the space that I should be having fun and be doing things that, that add value to my like personal happiness. Yeah. And he was blatantly going against the wishes that I had stated, Um, and yeah, so that's, it took me a while to come to terms that, that's my, that was my only option to gain closure from, from that person. So it's not always easy and it takes time and you question yourself. Um, but again, having good bouncing boards to to talk about tough issues with is important. Um, so that's, that's, I haven't had to set a lot of boundaries that firmly, but that was one that I've had to set, um, like somewhat recently.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Just hearing about that, like, brings a lot of like respect because it's like yeah,
0: major respect. (laughs) Because
2: no, because it's like you have a realization that you want to do what's best for yourself, Mm -hmm. and you acted upon it and you did that. I think that has to do a lot with acceptance with yourself and Mm -hmm. what you want to do. Because I know I definitely struggle with that in my personal life, accepting things and just.
1: Accepting things and letting go of expectations. Happiness is reality minus expectations. Yeah. Oh! Yeah.
0: Pop off, lady! A Casey Neistat.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, just, those are two things I'm working on. Because I think in high school, when I look back on myself, even though we have this, like, notion where it's, like, the older you get, like, the better of a person you're going to be. Or, like, you're going to be more successful. You're going to have all these things. But, like, when I look back on my high school self, that's when I was just the happiest because mm. I just didn't think of much I just honestly, <laughs> is bliss, honestly. I, honestly <laughs> my favorite stage was that when I was a toddler and I was one and I was just wow everything I was mean, new no. oh, seriously because like in high school I just I didn't think twice about how is this going to benefit me or blah 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 I just did it mm. like I want to do this, I'm going to do it. And then if it didn't turn out to be what I wanted it to be, I just left. <laughs> like... <laughs> He's
1: really... Yeah, just, it's like... Okay,
2: He's the freak yeah. out. Yeah. Like, literally. Because, I mean... But the older I get, the harder it is to just do those things that just make you intrinsically happy. Because mm-hmm. you're you're like, oh,
1: how is this going to impact me? Like, oh, with my grades, schoolwork. Yeah. Like, and you don't even realize it usually at first. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're totally blind to it. Yeah. yeah. And especially if it has to be romantic, romantic life. Yeah. Your brain just doesn't... Yeah. Logic doesn't function <laughs> logic, well in that Logic, yeah. You know? Logic, logic not, and romance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't really go well together. So it takes yeah. definitely takes some convincing to get those halves of your brain working together.
0: Right. <laughs> I feel like, Jemai, when you talked about kind of just doing things and then having them, whatever outcome, you just, you know, you move away from them or you pivot to something else, I think, Um, like, I know what that feeling is like, and coming to college, I think, or at least getting older, it's like, maybe I don't have that freedom anymore to do that, but what I can do is I can proactively control my life in these ways, and whatever outcome happens, I'll be okay with, Mm. so, like, for example. I was thinking about the fact that so I had so I had this this is a slight tangent, an argument with my dad yesterday. And mm. more more recently when I've had, you know, sparingly arguments with him, I'm very calm. Um he's always really calm and I in the past would get so emotional. But then I was like, "Wait, I can control my reactions." Right? Like I have control over no one else is controlling my emotions. You know what I mean? And then I would just the the things he said, even if they rubbed me the wrong way, I I didn't absorb them. So I didn't feel the negative impact Mm. on them. And instead I tried to read kind of what he was trying to say below that. So if he would be like, I don't like when you, this is not what he actually said. (laughs) I I don't like it when you leave the dishes in the sink Mm. and you need to wash the dishes. If I were to do a secondary read on that, he's trying to say I love you, and I think that you should have better personal habits so you can set yourself up mm. for life better, right? Huh? That's how I read it, or that's how I read it. is a very
1: positive it. view. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, just being able to control my emotions, being able to control how I react, and understanding not what anything, not that everything. Not everything that is said explicitly is actually meant 100% that way. Mm, there's an
1: underlying value yeah. there. Yeah.
0: Underlying value, yeah. Hmm. What are you, Nikki looks perplexed. Mm, yeah. And I want to know what you think of what I said and if you disagree. And I'm glad if you disagree. Because you know we're different.
1: I think that you interpret almost every... Many interactions, at least. Many. As having, like, a deeper connotation... I think we differ a lot in that. Yeah. Because I take every, basically everything at face value. Mm -hmm. Like, I try not to read into things because I don't think that... At least when I speak, I do not infer, like, deeper meaning into what I say. Like, I try to be very clear in what I say and not mean a whole lot more than just my words. Yeah. Um, And so for me, it's hard to think that if somebody were listening to me, I wouldn't want them to try to read into what I'm saying. Mm. Because... I'm not trying to convey that.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: But I guess it depends. You have to, like, know who you're talking to, right? That's, like, yeah. part of it, too. Like, you know your dad obviously way better <laughs> than you <laughs> <of> us. so <laughs> you know what he's trying to say. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, like, that's the thing, too, where you have to get to know somebody before you can really dig in and understand, um, like, the potential other meanings of their speech or if it's just what it's just words, you know? Yeah, yeah.
2: I think that that takes understanding, like, the person, like, the audience, Mm -hmm. like, who's talking to you, because I know the difference between my mom and my dad, my mom telling me to do the dishes, probably, maybe because she's coming home from work and she's just tired or just whatever, um but my dad telling me to do the dishes is probably just to make me go through some sort of lesson or whatever. <laughs> he's some, he's on some spiritual level that higher, much much higher than I am. So whenever mm. he does tell me to do something, I'm always like So you can read
1: into that. Yeah, I'm
2: like, okay. So what's the meaning behind this? And mm. Um, a lot of times when he does tell me to do things and I just don't do them, he just doesn't care. He's just like, okay, I'll just do it. I think it's just to see my reaction or it's just to see whether I will do it versus my mom, if I don't do it, she'll keep bugging me because mm-hmm. she mm. actually actually wants me to do the decision. His is more,
1: not a test, but like a... It's the, like, choose your own journey game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> choose your own... Okay, well, I will say, Nikki, when you said what you were saying, and when you said what you were saying, I was thinking, I'm pretty sure Billy, that's my dad, 100%... Is not trying <laughs> I think she's very... But I think I have to interpret the secondary one in order not to absorb the negative um, feelings that I might feel. Yeah. If he just straight up very callously was like, do the dishes, get them... I think... So it's almost so it's like, like a way of, of... It's for you. Way, it's not about him. It's I, about you. Sometimes it can be about him, but okay. he's not the one who's trying to... I think in this situation, he's not actively trying to make their mm. secondary meeting, Okay. But for me... I choose the secondary meaning for it to absorb in Got a it. way that I want to be, so I can control my emotions. That's very strange. Huh. Does that that's make but sense? That,
1: that makes total little sense. And I <laughs> that's your mechanism for how that helps you, by all means. Yeah.
2: I think we're getting at the same thing here, is that... I completely forgot <laughs> <that>. <laughs>
1: And <laughs> that's the real life this, on I, the pod. She,
2: yeah, I did this in Sasha. depth analysis of like what you want from your dad versus yeah. what you would expect from those around you and I can try to as a Libra a mediator. As a Libra. She but does. I ah. completely forgot what I was going to that say. Sounds for you, Andy. Yeah. I mean I guess it just relates to like for me it's like not letting external things impact you. Yeah. So if my dad did like cold heartedly say like, which you probably not like do the dishes and like in a way that just like ouch like what mm-hmm. but instead of like for me it's like instead of focusing on that it's like not letting him affect that part of me because it's like I was so peaceful why did I let this just smell mm-hmm. thing I think for me it's just best to say okay um and then just decide if I want to or not I think not letting those emotions get to you mm-hmm. and same thing just taking them literally mm-hmm. and just moving on from it um is, like, what I usually am trying to do,
0: Hmm.
2: right now, at least, because it's, like, there are so many people, especially in college, like, say things, or, like, very, like, emotionally, or, like, people are just going through stress, so a lot of times you do say things that you don't mean, or, like, there are things going on, there's, like, a reason behind you being upset, or, like, the reason behind you acting a certain way, and it takes them a while to even realize it before you can realize it, too, so just, like, not letting it affect you, Mm -hmm. and, like, what your journey is and then just accepting what they're saying and just letting them learn on their own because like I learned that from my friend who was going through a lot last semester and we recently just caught up and chatted and talked it out and she was like yeah I realized I went through a lot last semester with a lot of my personal problems and I just realized the behaviors and the ways I was Mm. affecting those around me and I was like yeah that's fine but it was good to that made me realize how she was acting. A lot of times we don't even know yeah. what they're going through. Mm-hmm. So it's good to just not take it at heart. Yeah. And just
1: move on. Yeah. There's a lot of aspects of our personal personal lives from boundary setting yeah. and, you know, what you do for fun and how you interact with other people and all that. Is there anything else that I, think
0: I feel like really we've really kind of hit really, it all? Yeah. Well, thanks again, Nikki. Yeah, Thank you, guys. for going on the pod. Anytime. Pod alum. The, the three, yeah, <laughs> pod alum. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, Jemaya, you want to wrap us up?
2: Yeah. I mean, I never know how to wrap up. I always <laughs> just stare. I, I cue you every week. I know. Jemaya,
0: you, cu- you wrap up. Yeah. And then she's like.
2: I just give you, like, the awkward stare, which I'm giving you
0: right now. Okay. Well, bye, everyone. Yeah, I hope goodbye. you have a wonderful, great, wonderful rest of your week. And we'll talk to you in, in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye.
1: bye.